3: Bad. yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh alright, little Steve Winwood here to kick us off tonight in the Chantilly shade. La 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 I'm in a better mood cause I'm not sick anymore. Uh-uh uh 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 I like to sing Yeah. Alright, guys, a little uh, Steve Winwood kicking us off here on the Joe Antonio Show here on a Wednesday night. Guys, today is December 14th. Yes, a little bit after 8 o'clock. I'm late as always. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Anna. Fucker. And, uh, you know, listen, I, I deserve to be a little bit late tonight, guys. I was uh, very uh, sick over the last couple of days. <coughs> still getting over it. I a hell of a lot better. Got my uh, PIC with me tonight. Boogie Nights here. What, is,
4: what is going on, What's guys?
3: What's up, Boogie? How you doing, man? How you feeling?
4: You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit like you. I don't know if you can tell it my voice, but uh, I've been a little sick myself. So uh, I'm glad you're feeling better. I think uh, we've all had a... You, myself, Hanny J, have had a pretty rough couple of weeks with the sickness. Jeez.
3: <laughs> well, down with the down with the sickness yeah well you know what i i didn't even know that hannah was sick before the show and i and she was like listen i i don't sound good i don't think i should be co-hosting tonight and i was like well you know chime in if you can i listen i'll tell you one thing right now it takes a lot sunday night i did a show well me you boogie did a show we did a show with aaron it was great fucking hannah was i mean listen we had a fucking awesome show if you guys didn't yeah. check out this past sunday night show it was a it was a lot of laughs we had a really good time with that one put up I listened back and I, I listen, I was in the in the, the fucking beginning stage of like this horrible fucking head cold that I had and I'm still a little stuffed up. I, I mean, I'm a lot better. I've been on the Mucinex shit, you know, the $40 medication that you buy over the counter. <laughs> it works. Dude. I'll right. tell you one thing. Drive, dried me out like the Mojave desert over the last couple of days. But, uh, I went to work yesterday. I was talking to BP and I, hey, listen, I wanted to also thank you. It's like, everybody knew I was fucking sick. Thank you to everybody that sent me out messages, hoping I was feeling better. I was like, geez, what the fuck dude? I already broadcast this shit that I was. I, I think everybody knew in the beginning stages on Sunday that I wasn't feeling well. And I still kind of powered through the show. I listen. I could not do a show on uh, on Monday night, and I felt bad because I, I told Aaron, "I'm like, listen, I'm just under the weather." And Aaron was under the weather too. He's like, "I got a massive headache." I'm like, "Listen, let's we're if we're not doing the show at 100% boogie, I don't want to do the fucking show. That's it, 100%. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And- I, if if I'm not 100%, I'm not doing this fucking show. If I'm gonna sit here and be miserable behind this microphone for two hours and be sick, it's not gonna happen. I'm
4: yeah, and gonna- it's like it's like when I hit you up. You know, it's Sunday night. You text me back and great show. Talk to you tomorrow, 730. We're doing it. And then I was like, what's up? What's it? Then I yeah. hear nothing. I'm like, "Uh oh, yes. Something's down. Something's I, down. Uh,
3: no, listen, I powered through Monday, man. I got through. I went to work on Monday and, um, you know, I took the COVID test just to make sure. I was fucking I passed I and it's all negative shit, so. I'm figuring all right whatever so you know yesterday I went to work for a couple hours and I was like listen I, I left I'm like I'm, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna fucking relax I got home at, at two o'clock you know what I did I got I fucking two o'clock I got in bed I chugged a uh, elderberry kombucha I did from aquavite and if you don't know elderberry is very good for fighting off the cold and flu and I chugged one I went to bed I slept till 10 o'clock last night all right 10 o'clock that's a pretty long span of sleeping didn't fucking wake up once i woke up and i was all where am i so i woke up 10 o'clock i uh, ate a little food and i went back to bed from 10 o'clock till six i slept like a combined total of 16 hours trying to fight this fucker off taking antibiotics you know listen i'm trying to get myself prepped for tonight and i woke up today and i felt good i'm like all right well you know maybe whatever i did I, i cured myself Little uh, elderberry kombucha accent. I literally, I, I, I cured myself, boogie. So, yeah, I, that's I all you to, can do. Uh, I had to get it done. I'm like, listen, I, I got to be ready to go for Wednesday night. You know, we, we can't go. You know, uh, listen, I'll take one show off, but that's it, and that's the only reason I took it off is because, uh, again, I'm not not going to sacrifice the show's quality for uh, me me being a big pussy, right? <laughs> Absolutely, it's not worth it. So. But I do, I feel better. And yeah, thank you to everybody that reached out, man. I really do appreciate it. I, I am a big pussy when it comes to this stuff. But listen, I do have a very good immune system, guys. I fight it off. I'm a fighter. I get through it and we, we move on. And, uh, you know, and that's it. Uh, let me see what BP was saying. Thank you, BP, for reaching out, too. Uh, what you, you ought to say? see why, what he said. Why are we <laughs> listening to this show for two hours? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, BP. Uh, <laughs> no, no, all jokes, all jokes. No, he understands. I mean, listen. It's uh, oh God. It's just. It's nice to be back. We got a lot to get to tonight, Boogie. A lot to get to. Um, over these last couple of days, a lot of stuff been going on. First thing I do want to say is, um, listen, my condolences, um, to all the, the uh, families of Sandy Hook. This is the officially uh the 10-year ten year anniversary. It's fucking. I mean, listen, you always we talk about this, how it hits so close to home with me and Aaron, because literally this whole thing happened about, honestly, under 10 miles from where I'm I'm literally sitting right now, which is gives you the chills when you think about it. But, um, you know, all our all our condolences for, from the Joe Antonio show. Uh, you know, we all go out to the uh, the families of the Sandy Hook shooting. I can't believe it's been 10 years. It's one of those things where you still remember what happened that day. Uh, it's a senseless fucking thing and uh you know and that's that I don't want to get crazy into that shit I don't
4: yeah no absolutely and i I wanted to add to that as well is that, you know yesterday or monday rather i was listening to NPR which i do a lot mm-hmm. and uh they're like later on this week the 10 year and they were playing clips from it. i was like ah shut up shut up i don't it's, i'm
3: yeah i was um you know what's funny too because i was watching the news today and every um i on my local news channel obviously because we live in connecticut it's like every time before they went to commercial break they would um, put up pictures of the kids that yeah. like, lost their lives in it they'd have like you know those little like one minute like uh montages before they go to commercial break and they go through and they show and they kept doing it and doing it i had to turn the fucking station off i'm like why do they keep doing this to me you know, it's like, um, it's like watching the, that commercial when the, the, you know, the dogs in the shelter, you know, and they got yeah. that fucking, they Sarah got that McLaughlin. S- yeah. They got the Sarah McLaughlin song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, that shit's heart wrenching. I mean, this shit was even worse. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't watch this anymore. I had to turn it off. I'm like, you know, just, Jesus Christ. We all know what happened. You know, you don't listen, you don't got to show the kids and, and the faces and it's just it's too much. Oh, it's NPR passed. past. NPR did that, huh? That's that's kind yeah. of uh, that's, that's a little weird. Yeah, yeah, I would never think a, a, a news outlet like NPR would do
4: that. Well, they've been adapting. I've been listening to NPR for years and years and years, and mm. they have adapted to, I don't know, because people started turning them off, if that makes sense.
3: Well, I don't know. I think their content over the last couple of years has just been uh, eh.
4: Yeah, yeah. kind of like every other news outlet for the most part. So, like I said, they've adapted to bullshit.
3: <laughs> it's, it's it's fucking stupid, but I don't I haven't listened to NPR in years. I mean, I remember NPR used to have some pretty good shows on there. I mean, uh, it's just over the last See the problem with NPR is now is they've caught too much on the train of being too much to one side, so a lot of people stopped yeah. listening to them. Where as at one time NPR was one of those stations where you listened to it, and it was kind of it wasn't left or right; it was right down the middle. It's not like that anymore, it's just like every other news outlet. Nope. No,
4: nope. they used to have like burnt toast and like uh, the car dudes, car talk. Whatever. Yeah, car those talk. Guys, yeah, those yep. dudes were funny. Those dudes yeah. were funny. And uh, nice. they played those jazz words. from like. 7 p.m. to, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. That was dope.
3: Mm, I like that. I, I love, love jazz that. music. Yeah. yeah. Put, your, put your right to sleep, you know. If you can't sleep at night. All right. NPR. Well, I don't know who listens to NPR anymore hey boogie i heard some news over the last couple of days dude what were you on let me ask you something man and this is you know when i'm away from the show uh you know i got people reporting on you and, and letting me know what you're what you've been doing i guess uh what do you like are you boycotting people giving fucking santa um milk this year you want them to b- Bush beer? Is what you're what you somebody said you were on the side of the street with signs and you were writing up absolutely. signs. absolutely
4: absolutely joe I mean, that's probably that? how i got sick and uh because out in the cold but i i When I got some conviction, I got to stand by it. Um, The only thing milk is good for is milkshakes. And I got to tell you, my milkshake brings all the boys to the dumpster. That being said, you know, it's a holiday season. Everybody knows I like my beers. And holiday seasons are kind of rough. And Santa's life is pretty rough, too. (laughs) So I switched from the light to the straight up. (laughs) So. So,
3: so you and, actually uh, you were standing on a street in the middle of the cold, fucking trying to get people to 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 give Santa Bush beer yeah. instead of fucking milk this
4: year. Yeah, <laughs> it's what well, I do, Joe. It's well, like, I got to stand by my causes. There's well, we no... had,
3: Yeah, we had somebody from the show here actually record you doing this, and they're like, you couldn't, you know, they I told know. me after they're like, you you can't believe what Boogie was doing, and we recorded all this, and they put this together for us. I mean, listen, if uh, you're
4: having a big gut, why not be a bush gut. That's... All right, well, here we go.
3: Um, <laughs> Santa, <laughs> let's go. You're something else, here we go. This was uh, this is Boogie's uh, latest uh, venture, I guess, as we should say.
0: there's some cars. Santa wants bush! Santa wants bush! Give him what he wants! Give him what he wants! All right, as I said before, I'm on a quest and I'm not gonna stop. Until everyone gives bush to Santa instead of milk, and the only way to do that is to get your Santa hat on, grab your bush light, your kinko gloves, and to get out there and put some boots on the ground and just will this into existence. I'm gonna go stand on that street corner until I'm blue in the face. He wants bush. Hey, here we go. Santa wants bush. If you want them to be merry, don't give them dairy. If you want them to be merry, <laughs> Don't give him dairy. Oh, Santa, beef and cheese. <laughs> he said, "He said I smelled like beef and cheese." Screw that guy. Santa wants bush. That guy's not gonna go. He probably drinks spotted cow. You know, someone's got to do it. If I don't do it, no one's gonna do it. Um, I gotta start the movement. I'm gonna be standing out here all day. Hopefully, I can get some people to gather with me. If not, it doesn't matter. My cause. Is right here in my heart um, and I know that Santa wants bush not milk um, and that's what I'm out here to do. Yep, Santa wants bush. Why is no one talking about that it was just a marketing ploy by the milk industry all these years that Santa wants milk instead of bush? What does he want? Bush! When does he want it? Christmas! Merry Christmas. Merry, Christ- Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Santa wants Bush. Santa wants Bush! Those people aren't that focused.
3: Boogie, let me ask you something. Do people think you were fucking insane for, for standing on a corner doing this
4: shit? I mean, did you, did you get any backlash about this? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, for starters, I was a little buzz, obviously. <laughs> a little bit of loudmouth soup going on. <laughs>
3: But, I mean, it's that's that's great. So you're you're really pushing for this year instead of leaving out those those cookies and milk. What are you going to leave out like a like a bush and a cigar? That's
4: well, that's saying? right. It, it's just that I personally, you know, I, I you remember that that call line you could call when you were a kid and it really went to Santa. Yeah. I called yeah. I told him, I said, "Stop by the Mosses for last call. Make us <laughs> last. You've had a rough day. Let's get it done." Oh,
3: I love it uh bp said you should leave out bush and beef jerky that's exactly what i would think <laughs> what was it uh you know, boogie a little uh bush and jacklings right you got some bush absolutely and Jack links.
4: <laughs> i mean maybe next year we'll hunt reindeer together
3: <laughs> that's great man well listen i'm happy that you were staying a little bit busy during the um <laughs> you know, during this whole entire little break over the last couple of days well
4: you i know. had to do something joe
3: well, so now what, do, what, do do you, what are you? You're not feeling good either. What is going on no. with everybody? Fucking getting sick.
4: <laughs> it's stupid. Oh, well, man. I was boycotting. I had to, there's I earned it. So, would you mean you earned it? I earned my sickness. I was oh, out you, there doing God's work, as it were.
3: Is that uh, So that's uh, so you're gonna blame that on that? Is that the reason why you basically got uh you got sick?
4: Yeah, i oh, out man. in the snow and cold. I'm saying, or it's. Might be because you know I'm an idiot and like to shake hands. Well, and
3: then I have another clip too that somebody sent me too. That I guess um, you know you have a lot of friends that are construction workers, and you were trying to get um, some ideas of some stocking stuffers for them. Is this true? You guys, you kind of just went along and you, you found out some different stocking stuffers for your your friends and your buddies that are construction workers. I didn't know that you had a lot of friends that did construction. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, I I mean, it's. I used to do flooring. I used to do cement work. I used to do siding. I mean, what are you gonna say? And don't listen to that. Don't do the stupid surveys. DeWalt doesn't give you free samples.
3: Oh, DeWalt. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So so you fill you fill out the uh, survey and they're supposed to send you shit in the mail. Uh, That's that's not true. They don't do that.
4: No, no. Or (laughs) do that.
3: Well, I got a clip here, too of you, I guess you were at a, uh, I don't know, I, I guess at a local convenience store uh, mm-hmm. in your area over there. And, and, uh, and you were, I guess you found ways to kind of please your friends that are construction workers.
4: Yeah. And I mean, I, you uh, just, you got to remember what they want and, you know, kind of go with your heart. All right, well, yourself. yeah,
3: here we go. I got a uh, little clip too of Boogie. This was him over this uh, these last couple days. I guess uh, you know, getting his friends some his construction friends some stocking stuffers. Let's <laughs> take a listen. Buying a gift for a
0: construction worker can be an absolute nightmare. I want you to know right now,
3: you're overthinking it. First
0: thing you want to do is come to the holiday gas station. Like I said before, we're gonna make it easy. That's why everything we're gonna get today will fit in a stocking. No wrapping. Now, the first item for our little stocking <laughs> stuffer will be right here, the sunglasses stand. Yes, they do already have 85 pairs of sunglasses, but they're all scratched. Get them a couple pairs that aren't scratched. At least they'll be able to see what they're doing for a couple weeks. Now, a lot of construction guys, they're <laughs> meaty guys like I am. And what a meaty guys like me eat? meat you venture on over to the jack links section and you grab them a bag or two bag kind of rolls up you slide it right down the stocking the final thing for a construction stocking stuffer you know this by now construction workers drink energy drinks it's cylindrical so again this is just gonna slide right into that stocking (laughs) i consider that stocking stuffed
3: (laughs) wow look at that Boogie, uh, getting very efficient <laughs> with your uh, holiday fucking. Listen, you know, last week we talked to you. You said you were kind of behind on your um, your Christmas shopping. Sounds like you're kind of ahead of the game now. Good for you, man. Boogie man, getting ahead of the game with his, Well,
4: uh, Joe, I was already working part time for the holidays. BP asked if there was a dumpster near, and I... duh, <laughs> duh, <laughs> part time. So why not two birds, one stone? Gas station dumpster. A little extra change.
3: It's good, man. I'm happy that you're now. It sounds like you're ahead of the game of your Christmas holiday shopping. Uh, me, of course, uh, now you know these last couple of days have put me a little bit behind. You know what I've been doing? Because uh, I took yesterday off, Boogie. This is the worst thing to do. I, I laid in bed for a little while. I was able to catch up on some TV shows. I forgot how nice it is to have a day off during the week. I was like, oh, man, this is fucking great. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. I I love having days off during the week. You know, I, I I did. I went online. I started. I was going to like, oh, I'm going to start buying uh, stuff from people. You know, maybe I'll get some Christmas shopping done today, even though I was sick. You know what I ended up doing? I ended up buying shit for myself
4: instead. I, I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I fucking, You're like, I oh, did. oh, Phil would love this. Uh, I love it more. It's mine. Yeah. I fucking
3: ended up sitting there and I was going through and I was like on Nautica's website. I'm like, oh, I could use this for the holidays and I can go on here and I'm buying them on Amazon. I'm like, oh, this is going to be delivered tomorrow. Ooh, let me order this. I did get a few things. I think I ordered more shit for myself yesterday. And I, that's the problem. See, that's the reason why I can't have days off. I will fucking sit on Amazon all day and just order fucking dumb shit that I don't need. <laughs> it's fucking bad. I'm like, what the, f-? at the end of my, like, I woke up the next day, but you know, I was like, what? Was I fucked up from like being sick? Oh yeah. Was it the medication I was on? I'm like, did it? I woke up. I'm like, I looked at my Amazon account. What the fuck did I just order last night? Am I stupid? (laughs) Oh
4: well. Oh well. I I can tell you my worst Amazon purchase ever. You know me. I like the jerky. I like the pork rinds. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, I found these. Hey now. They come in like a uh, a microwave popcorn. they're microwave pork rinds fresh chicharoons.
3: microwave hold on microwave pork rinds
4: yeah Uh, they they grow just like popcorn and it was horrible what the fuck (laughs) i still ate them i mean out of spite
3: jesus christ you you probably needed a fucking defibrillator out how your fucking sodium spike was probably through the fucking roof
4: well, let's just say it was a. Uh, that's been a few years ago, and it took a while to get that back down.
3: Ugh. Oh, my God! Those things. I, I see the. I walk by those in the convenience store. I'm like, I look at them. Those pork rinds. I'm like, who the fuck eats those still? They remind me of. Uh, they remind me of Homer Simpson. <laughs> you know hey now, I mean? hey like, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a, hey now. Fucking eats these things anymore? I, listen, they are pretty good, especially the hot ones. I mean, oh, my oh yeah Lord. Grease heart attack. Hey, look at that. Oh my god, I just read this out. Look at Daddy Hoff's fucking daughter just crawled for the first Congratulations,
4: time. Congratulations, brother. Look at that.
3: Was it during the show, Hoff? I mean, was she or do you have oh. us on speaker? Maybe it's our you know, maybe the our 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 show is uh what ended up uh making her look at that. Oh. Yeah. Wow, we've we've had a lot of milestone accomplishments this year. Look at that. You know, Hoff's daughter started crawling while was during the Joe Antonio show.
4: We got yeah, Hoff's daughter. We taught uh Woody Bush's daughter how to how say, say hey how now. How to, how
3: to say hey now. Yep, yeah, we got those. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, hey now. Been a very eventful year. I can't say uh, you know, anything bad about this year. It's been great. <laughs> oh my god. Well, good good for you, Hoff, man. I'm I'm happy for you. Hoff's a good dude. You know what? And um in commemorance for Hoff's daughter <laughs> finally doing her, her first Speaking crawling. She was
4: crawling to-, to get away from the show. <laughs>
3: thanks a lot pp fucker <laughs> uh in commemorance uh let's do this for hoff let's play a phony phone call boogie you know how hoff loves his Word. phony phone calls and guess what you know what maybe his daughter will too someday she's we're gonna teach him young we're gonna uh teach uh teach teach the kids young to love these phony phone calls right <laughs>
5: uh,
4: hoff says the first thing she's gonna learn is mama then hey now so, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. I he mean, doesn't uh, care about daddy. I'd think it'd be Daddy Hoff. But, say man. hey now, hey
3: now. Say oi, hey bay, oi, hey bay. Say, uh, uh. oh no, she just farted in her oh, diaper. Never mind. She knows daddy. <laughs> 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 hey now. All right. Hey, uh listen. Yeah, let's do a little phony phone call action before we go into our half hour music break. There, boogie nights. Let's do it. Oh, this is a good one, man. You're gonna like this one. I know Hoff's gonna like this one too. Here we go, Little little uh, masturbation habits, phony phone call. Calling into a radio show, talking about how their masturbation habits are, are, are pretty off the wall. Boogie, you'll like this. Here we go.
6: Why are more and more people becoming less religious? 1972, talk to me. What's good? Hi, what's your name? My name is Roy Funky, and uh, you are live on a radio station right now.
7: How many times a day are you jerking off now?
6: Uh, okay, Uh, well, I'm not, just to answer that question.
7: Do you ever beat off to Trump's hot wife, Melania?
6: I'm not really familiar with his wife, so no, sir, I haven't really masturbated to the guy's wife. Have you beat off to other candidates' wives? No, sir, I haven't. Have you?
7: Many times. Okay. You ever beat off to, like, Caitlyn Jenner?
6: No, not at all, sir.
7: But now she's a woman. There's no. Uh, that's not homosexual. Yeah, but I'd rather not... Uh, Would you ever beat off to transgender? No. I will not, sir. When your mom walks in in the middle of it, do you continue masturbating or do you stop?
6: My mom has never walked in on me when I uh, masturbated, sir. What is your schedule? You usually jerk off in the morning? Okay, listen. Uh, It's a little bit too much about me jerking off. It sounds like you're a guy.
7: So have you ever tasted your own cum?
6: No, sir. No, I have not. Never. Okay. There have been some females that have, though. So I can't re- release their names, so you can't really ask them that. But as far as me, no, not, not, no, not at all, sir. Did you ever smell it? Okay, uh, I need for you to stick on topic, sir. Like, this is a radio, so, so I need for you to... Have you ever, like, come on your ceiling? Okay, listen, sir, uh, you're asking me about my calm, sir, and do I masturbate? First off, you're a guy. Uh, I'm a little uncomfortable. You ever finger your own asshole while you're beating off? Jesus Christ, what in the fuck is going on? Tell the truth. My answer is no. So you should not have a follow-up question after this. You should say, okay, well, I want to get back on top of you. You know,
7: you mess around with your asshole, you're jerking off, and then you smell your finger afterwards, wow. and it smells a little <laughs> bit like ass.
6: Okay, like, what the fuck? Wow. It's, that's not a genuine question, sir. That's pretty gay. Boy, am I learning a it, lot. It's beyond inappropriate. You know what I'm saying? Did your
7: grandmother ever catch you jerking
6: off? I can't, like, I just can't do this, sir. Ah, come on. Okay, sir. Uh, You have a good one, sir. Ah, fuck it. You have a great night. Wow. Uh, so you shouldn't have to entertain that because that's ignorance. And it's—I mean, it's, and it's always white people calling with this gay shit. Like white boys are known for making these gay ass jokes and always being gay. It's sad. <laughs> Is
3: that true, uh, Boogie Dizzy? That's that's uh, that's right. That uh, you know, white people always make those weird kind of fucking gay intuitions when they.
4: <laughs> no, <laughs> true? no, 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 no. I mean, we yeah. could. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish the end of the year show would have Zillers meltdown on me. So, I mean, yeah, nobody recorded it. I can't believe it. And uh, so he's definitely not a white man. So.
3: Oh, oh yeah. Oh, listen. I yeah. I remember him coming on my show a few. Let me ask you. Let me ask you something. Where's Ziller? Oh my God, that fucking that name right there. I haven't heard in in months. Is
4: thank God.
3: Is he around anymore? Is is he alive? He, Has anybody checked in on him? Is he is he, he good or?
4: He checks out. He checks into Dirty Jokers every now and then, and uh, I check in there as well. And they play my fruitcake clip all the time, or I just go off on him when he's. And one, of course, they don't play the. They didn't, according to them, record the first half, <laughs> where he was trying to get me to try penis for the first time, and he just kept going and going and going, and so finally <laughs> every time he started talking, I was just like fruitcake, cake, fruit cake, fruit cake. That got me thrown uh, in jail, probably in jail for like the fifth time, I think. So.
3: All right. Well, listen. You know, I need you around. So, listen. You gotta, you gotta keep your, uh, your cool. All right. You know. Uh, listen. I've been here for, going on almost three years now, and you know, I, I, I keep my, my low profile radar, and I'm still here, Boogie. So you just gotta, you know, get to roll with the, roll with the show.
4: You know? Oh, absolutely. I learned my out, lessons.
3: Don't put yourself out there if you don't need to.
4: <laughs> I think uh, I, since we, you and I have uh, come together, and Hanny J and Air Dog as well, and the yeah. training and. Yeah. what you want to call uh i've learned keep,
3: a lot and... to keep you level-headed i have listened you know what i haven't heard from ziller and uh I've, fucking poor guy i hope he's doing okay i just said you know <laughs> i bet listen i do have some really funny moments that i've cut up from him from the show too so we'll play those at the uh end of the year show it's gonna be funny guys <laughs> hanny said he's fine okay well i guess hanny's keeping her tabs on him.
4: yeah Hanny keeps her hands in all pieces. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, listen,
3: that's why they call her Hollywood Hanny. I mean, listen, exactly. She she, she's all over. She she's got her fucking her hand in the fucking cookie jar of everything, whether it's here or in Hollywood. Listen you know Hannah knows everyone's business and she's she's like one of those people that you went to high school with and it's like you know god forbid you farted in fucking um, you know in your second grade class you know she was the girl at the lunch table like oh my god i have so much to report, pork girls um, boogie nights literally was picking his nose in the bathroom it was so disgusting and joe antonio oh my god he farted and it smelled like asparagus that was, that was Hannah I, in middle school. And high, I could see her being like the little fucking uh, pretty much you know, the, the little the little town rat. You know, she'd she'd fucking write down in her little diary notebook and go around. And uh, speaking of which, <laughs> it,
4: I, I got an embarrassing story. You know, I always say, "Handy Jay, you like my sister. And she reminds me so much. And I could see that of her because my sister did the same thing to me. Only she would use it as blackmail. We were just talking about masturbation. My sister caught me. Your sister caught you masturbating? My sister caught me, and door closed. No knock, oh. just a burst in. And here, oh. I am at the, and here I am at the drafting table with Frederick's of Hollywood open, just playing with my little guy. And what's she do I'm a freshman. She's a junior. We're both in band, marching band. She goes to tell my section leader who I was cool with. I'm not going to say her name. They, and they were friends before I met her. Yeah. And uh, so for a good year until my sister finally graduated and all her, I was called uh Frederick Snowball. <laughs>
8: Are you fucking serious? Dude? Yeah, I'm
4: serious. 100%. Giggle, giggle. So you,
3: uh, <laughs> let me ask you something. Let's back up here for a minute. This, I was just getting ready to go into a fucking commercial breaker. I know. Hey I I I gotta keep going. With so your fucking own sister walked into. You. All right. So what were you doing? Were you you were like laying on your bed, and all of a sudden you're fucking. No,
4: I was at the drafting table. I had, you know, I had you know a drafting table is right, and it comes yeah, with yeah. a little magnifying light and things like that. And <laughs> I had the magnifying light because I wanted bigger tits. I was looking through the magnifying light. Just pants around my ankles.
3: Oh my god! All oh, right. so you yeah, so you weren't even like kind of being discreet about it. You just you thought nobody was well, gonna the, ever even. come. The
4: door was shut. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> she walks in and you're just fucking sitting there, fucking spanking. I mean, did she like run out of the room or did she like yell at you? I mean, <laughs> she
4: said, "Oh my god!" and slammed the door. Started laughing, and I was like. I legit because my parents were like on vacation or something or maybe they were bowling and I was Day like boner. what the what the fuck she's like oh my fucking god I can't even talk to you right now and I'm like yeah I don't want to talk
3: to you either yeah that's something like what that happens like it's you know especially like you know if my brother when I was a kid if you ever walked on me which he never did if he ever walked on me like th- throwing one out it wouldn't be that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Cause like, you know, I'm sure, you know, my brother's yeah. like, he'd probably close the door and be like, yeah, keep on going. But uh, I didn't, I didn't jack just- off for
4: like two weeks you're probably
3: well, so you said your parents were gone, so would you think like you had like the whole fucking house to yourself like you were Hugh Hefner where no, you you could know, just like you could pull you could pull it out and just start going anywhere you wanted.
4: I was in my room. I was assuming she was on the phone or doing whatever teenage high school girls do. There was silence. She was in her room. so <laughs> oh my God. Her room is all the way at the top of the stairs. I'm in the downstairs. You know, just trying to live my best life.
3: I'm reading what Handy just wrote in here. She wrote that uh, worse. I had I had my toy, and it was pitch black. And I had a uh, above into the mattress to try to silence it. And then the idiot sits on my bed to talk. Who's this? Who talked? What? Who are you what? T- <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to like disguise the fuck. Oh her twin brother. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that, my
4: oh. <laughs> Same diff. Same diff. Oh no. Almost. She tried
3: to sit she tried to like cover it up so the thing was going to... <laughs> Oh my lord. She reminds me of not Dude, another me, teen movie let me let me tell you yeah exactly <laughs> let me tell you something if if, like i had a sister and she ever walked on me I'm, I'm, I'm jerking off i probably would be like all right I, I can't talk to her for probably about a month until it's like completely forgotten and out of her brain that she just saw oh no st- were you like never- re, were, you, were you like really going to town or were you just kind of doing I was, like a-
4: <laughs> i was like almost there joe oh. so i mean you know how that works <laughs>
3: Did, let me ask you did you end up uh did you end up going no or did you no, that was it
4: no that was it i <laughs> went to wash my hands and went to bed wash literally hands and fizzed said a couple hail mary
3: said a couple yeah. hail marys and uh <laughs> you know I mean that <laughs> oh
5: my lord
3: that's gonna be the most fucked up thing i could ever think of it's having your sibling walking in on you doing something like that i mean it's just you know it's it's honestly i don't know what's worse if it's your parents walking in on you or your fucking brother or your sister i mean what do you think is worse
4: my dad caught me once too and he just shut the door no words yeah were said.
3: yeah i mean that's i that's why i'm I'm thinking like you know i don't think it's as bad as your parents walking in on because listen they're the ones that procreated you they're probably like oh well listen the little little fucker's gonna start you know pulling on his pecker pretty soon anyway you know listen. I
4: don't, I, who knows my dad might have told my mom like hey look Your son washes his own socks from now on. You don't need to touch them.
3: (laughs) See, like, listen, if you had a sister like Hanny, you know, if Hanny caught you in the room, I could see her, like, calling up her friends, like, you know, it's like. Hi. Oh, my God. My fucking brother, Boogie. I just walked in on him and he was on his pecker he was jerking off oh my god we have to tell the whole school tomorrow we have to make sure that the whole school newsletter knows that boogie has got a very small penis and he jerks off it in his bedroom next to his desk (laughs) i can see it right now you know that's exactly what happened Oh, my God. Then you know what it is. You got to go. Then you were only a freshman, you said, right? And your sister yeah. was a junior. So now you got to go through the, this whole entire thing for the rest of your fucking high school career. It
4: only lasted for like a year and a half until like the junior. She was a senior. and her, yeah. A lot of her friends were juniors. So after that, it was pretty much well forgotten.
9: <laughs>
4: kind of nice. However, again, one of my asshole buddies would bring it up every now and again. Like, ah, fuck you.
3: oh your sister fucking caught you jerking off (laughs) well hey listen you know that's the great thing about high school is people uh, actually learn to forgive and forget that's why you hope that most of the people that you went to high school with they start doing drugs and drink at an earlier age so that they all forget all the fucking weird shit that happened at the beginning of your your high school tenure you know
4: i was gonna go a little bit darker than you joe but yes we'll go with
3: that (laughs) see i've learned my lessons Daddy off at the crusty socks. Yeah. Boogie still has a pair in uh, in his in his underwear drawer, those crusty socks.
4: <laughs> I got to keep just... them around. Memories.
3: <laughs> that right. funny now. <laughs> oh, oh. All right. Ooh, remember this one, Boogie? Oh yeah. One thing leads to another. The with time just like time.
4: masturbation. Just one out <laughs>
3: Be right back. You do <laughs> the fix right there, Joe Antonio. Show <laughs> boogie. Yeah, I didn't play that song on purpose either. You know, one thing leads to another after just our conversation. We were sure, talking, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. No, no, I'm serious. That uh, that had nothing to do with what uh, what our, our conversation was. About. Sure, sure. <laughs> no, I swear, this <laughs> was uh, I came pre-plan. up in the playlist. I know. No, no. Listen, Ed, no, nothing's pre-planned. Nothing is pre-planned. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do that around here. We really don't. All right, guys, welcome back here live, Joe Antonio Show. Hey, you know what? Uh, we got Christmas around the corner. Listen, I was looking at the clock here today, there, Boogie. It's getting close, man. Uh, I know. Getting a little fucking uh, antsy now. I'm just kind of like, oh God, is this going to be over soon?
4: I hope so. I mean, I look forward to it. Like at the beginning of the month, and as it gets closer and closer. It's like, eh. Yeah. And the, the worst part, remember a couple of weeks ago, I was telling you, you know, my family wanted to do it like this coming weekend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Actual. So that's what we're going to do. Of course.
3: I had a couple people ask me about that when you mentioned that on the air. They're like, dude, it's like, who who, like, it's like almost like who celebrates Christmas when it's not Christmas? It's just, it's not, it's it's weird, you know?
4: So then on top of that, and I guarantee you, there's underlying things going on. My my parents like to gamble a lot. Okay. And uh, I guarantee you, they're going to use Christmas and they're retired. They're going gambling. And that's what they wanted to do. And my sister, and my nephew and my parents are all in cahoots. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Well, That's okay. But what sucks about it is I'm going to be chilling for like three days Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. Nothing.
3: There you like, go. Man. Yeah. Me, yeah. Me too. I got that nice little stretch of weekend too, as well at work. And uh, Hannah said, Oh, am I the only one excited for Christmas? No, I'm excited for Christmas. I'm not saying I'm not excited for it. I'm I just was um, excited.
4: I'm not excited for the 17th.
3: I'm just yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, you know, listen, Boogie wants to be excited for like the 24th and the 25th, not for um, you know, premature ejaculation uh, Christmas. Over <laughs> Let's see what I mean.
4: None of that goes on. None yeah,
3: of that goes know, on. I'll get caught. Yeah, basically, um, yeah, <laughs> Boogie's having the pre-cum uh, Christmas special here. It's uh, you know, it just doesn't feel like and, and that sucks. Now, I am excited. I really am. I'm excited for it. Um, it just came up too fast. That's, that's the thing. It's, I don't know w- with what's going on in life and shit. And I think, you know, maybe cause we're getting older, life goes by too fast. And, you know, I, it feels like only a few months ago I was, you know, down on the beach and now all of a sudden, you know, there's fucking Christmas lights everywhere. It just, it happens too quick. It, it comes up too fast.
4: A few months ago, Joe.
3: Yeah. And, and that's it. It just, but it dude, it, you blinked your eye, man. It, you know, I can yeah, remember. It's I, I got I remember you outside of uh, the bathroom, um, you know, talking shit to Aaron while he was taking a duty in Delaware.
4: Yeah, you, you were know, wasted. It, called me at work. I was like, bro, yeah. it's it's two thirty. I'm at work. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm on vacation.
3: <laughs> I'm shit faced, half in the bag. You know, Aaron's in there taking a duty, and I'm like trying to like record bits for the show. And I'm like, oh shit, sorry. <laughs> You know, now all of a sudden we're looking. There's Christmas lights everywhere, and it is what it is, man. I'm just it, it goes it goes by too fast, man. It really does. Well, you know what? Listen, um, our good friend ticked off Vic, man. He's uh, a little pissed off about them trying. Did you hear that they're trying to um cancel fucking Rudolph the Rendo's reindeer?
4: Yeah, that sounds about right. Why not? Yeah. I fuck
3: uh, it. I, what else have we can't? I was looking at a lot of things too that they're trying to cancel for uh, for Christmas this year, and I, the, the, I'll get to the list when we come back. But it's our, our- it's.
4: Our town canceled the festival of lights, and that's where you driving your own vehicle, no interaction, no people are just getting too sick. Are you people fucking stupid? Wait, well, well, hold. Why? Yeah. Why? Well, people will have their car windows down, and they'll be breathing. I'm like, you. Oh, it's the middle of fucking winter. You guys are so fucking stupid. It's gonna be twenty <laughs> degrees. Viruses die. I mean, obviously not all of them, but it's...
3: Wait, so they uh, think people are going to get sick by fucking driving through a uh, through a street with, uh, you know, looking at yep. Christmas? Really? That's... Sounds that's their... to me...
4: Yeah, it sounds to me like a bunch of homeowners associations. Which homeowners associations I want to get to after TikTok Vic because I get a situation with that and the Traeger, but... <laughs>
3: oh, shit. Oh, and the new Traeger oh, yeah. you bought? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we'll get... Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's absolutely
4: ridiculous. It's I think it's a bunch of lazy homeowner association people that are just like, oh, we don't need these white trash or whatever the case driving through casing the joint. That's come on. I don't know what it is.
3: Sounds like my dad. You know, what my dad, when we were younger, my dad used to never put lights on the house. And we used to ask my dad, like when we were kids, like, Dad, can we help you decorate the house? He's like, why? So I could put a bullseye on my house yeah <laughs> that's it that was a, my dad's whole my dad's whole excuse when we were a kid is he would never put um he would never put lights on the house because he used to say we, that we would become a target uh he used to, he used to tell my mother because my mother used to be like you know bill why don't we put some some nice lights on the house my dad would be like what so we can fucking get robbed huh my mom would be like what do you mean it's nice it's festive my dad would you know no you put lights on the house it looks like you got money yeah, uh, you're just brightening everything up. They're gonna rob you. I, I used to live like I was. I was a kid. I had no idea. And w- when I got older, I was thinking about it. I'm Like, what was my dad's like mo with that? Like, if you put lights on the house, you're fucking gonna get robbed. Like, who fucking cares? Well,
4: and it's just Everybody like people say, People saying, my dad just your... go ahead.
3: Sorry. <laughs> Well, no, my, my, listen, my, what my dad's thing was, okay, is he didn't like to be a flashy person. My dad was like, not like one of those typical Italian people. You know, you see, you think of Italian people, they're walking around with the fucking Gucci watches and the fucking Fila fucking, you know, uh, sweatsuits on dude. That was not my dad. My dad was the most under the radar guy in the world. My dad literally at, on Halloween, the fucking house would be pitch black, no lights on no candy, nothing. My dad was not into that shit. You know, my dad was just an old school guy. Like, you know, just wanted to protect his base. My dad was in Vietnam, okay. So my dad had a little bit different of a uh, mindset than a lot of people. He didn't want people knowing his business. He didn't want people coming over uninvited. You know, unless he knew someone was coming over. My dad was just very, you know, but he didn't give a shit with us. Like, you know, if we were like, oh, Dad, we're going out. We're going to do, yeah, whatever. Just be, you know, be home at a decent hour. My dad was like always. Uh, it's almost like he never left Vietnam. Like the fucking house was like a bunker, basically.
4: <laughs> so, my dad was kind of like yours, but no. Nah, he was out. Uh, we've talked about it. He was in Nam too. And uh, you remember? And they do it every year. Don't put the big ticket item boxes out with the trash because people can see it.
3: Yeah. Yep. My That's dad. How my dad was too. Yeah, he used to crush those boxes up because he didn't want yeah. anybody knowing. You know, you don't you don't stick a fucking sixty five inch Samsung TV box out in, in front of your garbage. Like you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm gonna put it out in front of the garbage because I want everybody in the neighborhood to see that I got a new sixty five inch uh, flat screen TV. No, dude, my dad, my dad would go and fucking in the backyard and throw that shit in a fucking in a wood pile and burn it so that nobody would even know the ash, the receipts, everything. You, nobody nobody can know that he had this new TV.
4: see and that's where my my dad and your dad were different i mean he would be like every time that psa would come on he'd be like i will throw my trash away as i see fit if they want to come in my house i have guns
3: no yeah see my my dad isn't like my dad's like the silent assassin he just doesn't he doesn't want anybody knowing his business that's how i am though boogie i'm the same way i don't i think i get it from him i don't want anybody knowing my business but
4: I get, and I guess it's, that's because I have that no, I don't care. Right. It's, you know what I'm saying? And I do care, but I mean, to, to shit like that, if you want to yeah. rob me, I mean, if you win, you win, you lose, you lose.
3: It's Take a, a shot, it, pal. Hey, uh, let's get to this ticked off Vic here. Uh, talking about banning Rudolph and uh Raccoon, call back in. We'll get you in. Uh, let me put, let me get Raccoon in here. Raccoon wants to join in the conversation. We'll get to him when we come back from this uh, clip here. Here we go. A little uh, ticked off thick for you. Oh, man. And they, listen, he's very mad about this whole banning Rudolph thing. Here we go.
10: I can't even believe we're discussing this. Hey, what are you here? What do you say? My Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, your sister's ass, the Pony Express. A very ticked off Vic here. You know what ticks me off? People who think we should ban Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because it promotes bullying. You know what I say to that? Shut the fuck up, you stupid fucking momos! Holy shit. Follow me. Okay, first of all, Rudolph isn't real. Do you understand this, that he's not real? That he's a completely fictional character that was invented to tell a fable? to tell a story to teach a lesson and the real reindeers are dasher dancer prancing vixen comet cupid donner and Blitzen. did you ever hear rudolph mentioned as one of the real reindeer ever no and guess what those reindeer aren't real either there are no flying reindeer you fucking morons i mean holy shit so getting back to rudolph some people are arguing now that Rudolph was bullied. If if you listen to the words of the song, here's the deal: Rudolph was mocked by the other reindeer because he had a shiny nose that apparently lit up. I can't even believe we're discussing this now. Rudolph was mocked because he was like the younger brother. You know how you don't let your little brother play with you and your friends. Remember that. That's what the reindeer were doing. They were doing good-natured ribbing like we all did to our friends and family when we were younger. I mean, I honestly don't remember the words to the song being all of the other reindeer used to tie him up in the basement and beat the shit out of him. No. They would laugh and call him names. But not names that were like nasty or fucked up. It was like If he had red hair, they would call him Red, or Ginger, or Carrot Top, or Fire Top. Stupid, silly, fun names. They made fun of his nose. He had a red nose that lit up! Imagine if you had a friend with a red nose that lit up. Think about this. You'd get drunk, you'd have fun with it. And Santa wasn't like the ringleader who was covered in swatch sticker tattoos and intentionally targeting Rudolph. No, no, Santa wasn't the leader of a cult. Nope, Santa didn't have time for this fucking bullshit. Just relax, everybody. Just fucking relax. So the story of Rudolph is meant to teach principles, to teach a lesson. Here is a reindeer who was a little younger. A little smaller than the rest, a little different, like a red fucking nose that lit up. And this was a special thing that wound up saving the day. And the moral of the story is, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Everyone has a redeeming quality. You should treat all people with respect and dignity. This is a fable. It's a made-up story with a happy ending that teaches a lesson. (sighs) Look, what are we supposed to do? Ban all the fake stories in history and take them literally at their meaning? In that case, we can never talk about the three little pigs because a wolf was fucking up their houses and trying to kill and eat them. We can never tell the story of sweet little Goldilocks because she broke into the bear's home and then they came home and dealt with the home invasion. It was their fucking house! And I don't even understand what the fuck is going on with old Mother Hubbard. I mean, fuck that shit. I don't even get that one. Can you just enjoy Christmas songs and the silly stories that make little kids and adults of all ages smile in a world that's gone completely fucking crazy? (laughs) People who think we should ban Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because it promotes bullying. That's what ticks me off.
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Love it. Listen, if you can't fucking agree with anything that he just fucking said right there, I mean, it, honestly, it, it's just, <laughs> but Boogie, this is true though. This is what they're fucking trying to, now Now, now fucking Rudolph is on the, uh, he's on the pedestal to get in band. Now there's not, you're not going to have
5: Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer anymore, guys. Just, What's uh... next? Deer jerky? I mean, he, he had me, you had me crying there for a minute, guys. <laughs> no, Raccoon, welcome
3: hey, to the show. Hey, Raccoon. This hey, is what now.
5: we like to do? How are you doing, Raccoon?
3: Welcome to the show. <laughs> hey now. I'm doing pretty good. All right. What's Still buck
5: around and breathing there.
3: Hey, listen. Uh, I'm looking at your profile picture. You make for a
5: pretty good Santa Claus. No, I'm too damn skinny, man. Yeah, that's all right. Well, two listen. Years ago would have been just right. You I thought, thought the sa- bushes, not you?
4: I,
3: I thought the same thing, too. You know what? Listen, all you got to do is stuff a few pillows in front of you and go sit on the side of the road until somebody walks up to you and says, hey, you're you're scaring my kids. Stop trying to be a
5: Santa Claus when you're not. <laughs> Come here, little kid. I got some candy for you. Yeah, <laughs> I got on some secrets. I
3: I yeah, I got some Newports. <laughs> I got a pack of Newports and some booze for you, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, listen, you know, hey, we're in that time frame, guys. <laughs> have you kids ever heard of
4: Mad Dog 2020?
3: I'm never going to live yeah. down that that story that I told on the air about me being that Santa Claus. I'm still hearing oh, it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yep, my uh, from people that I work with from, you know, people that have, have been friends with me for years. And like, wow, I, I can't believe that you did that. And uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to live that down on that. St- One of those embarrassing moments, guys, where, again, I'm an open book, but I told it on the air and I probably never should have now I probably will never live it down for the rest of my life, but uh, it is what it is.
8: Hey,
3: you think? So, uh, Raccoon, what, what's up with you over there, man? How how you doing? What's uh, what's going on? How, are you preparing for Christmas? What's going on over there? What are you What are you preparing? I've been for waiting
5: me? for this damn show I'm supposed to do with you, Joe, and you just haven't got anything together for me. Yeah, yet, I know. Listen, uh,
3: the whole listen the debate night. I I am working on it, dude. I have talked to my cousin Tony last week. Um, I did tell him that you're still interested in doing it. He is, he does want to do it. He's got, he's got two kids, dude. You know, listen, he's very yeah, busy at I work. Know. So he, he told me, listen, I, uh, when I, when I get that time and he misses everybody too, listen, if you, if you guys don't remember my cousin, Tony, I mean, when we first started the show on here, uh, he used to come on here and, and just rip people to shreds. And, and, uh, he does, he, listen, he's, he's not backing down raccoon. I just, I got to get it together. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking maybe after the holidays or after we blow through all the stuff that we have for the rest of the holidays here at the show. We'll, uh, we'll get it going. So
5: be patient i'm just hoping friend. that this all be uh you know that this won't be all over before we have our damn uh show man <laughs> what, what do you mean, <laughs> I mean no. you know everything gets straightened out during christmas and oh yeah yeah come <laughs> january no. ain't, ain't gonna be nothing to talk about it, it really all, it all well, really up. let me t- yeah let
3: me <laughs> tell you something uh raccoon it's not it feels like right now we're on a uh we're on a roller coaster ride for a crap, <laughs> so maybe maybe waiting until the beginning of the new year is actually a better thing. So I don't know. Listen, I, I can't, I can't predict the future, me Joe. But you can't make up for uh, all the crap that's happened over the last few years here. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's gonna it's yeah. gonna take a lot longer than um, you know maybe a month for for things to turn around. So be patient, my friend. We'll get it going. I promise. <laughs> I'm excited for it just as much as you are. I mean, I listen. I, you know how I love hosting the game shows on here? And again, guys, this coming Saturday, we are doing uh, Sex Jeopardy Part 2. Yep, uh, Sex Jeopardy Part 2 is going to be live this uh, Saturday night, guys, at uh, 11 p.m. Eastern time, so make sure you guys tune in. Um, so, I mean, listen, I love being the, the host of, of stuff on the show here, and I can't wait to do the host uh, of, the, of the debate between you and my cousin Tony. I think it's going to be very interesting, and uh, you guys are going to be uh, going at it, going at each other's throats, and... It's gonna, it's gonna be a fun time, dude. I'm telling you. Listen, we're still in the preparation stages. We're gonna get everything together. So, listen, you just hang tight, my friend. We're gonna get you on it. be a good time. All
5: right. I ain't worried, man. It comes around and comes around. You know, it's
3: gonna, it's
5: I gonna, just gonna be like fun. To give you a little shit for it, you know. Oh, well, hey, listen, you
3: know that that's fine. You keep me on my toes, and that's what everybody has to do around here. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Don't worry, man. I haven't forgotten
5: uh, I- about it. I do have a comment to make about the the uh, TV box. You know, every time I get a large box, I always save them. I cut them down, save them, so I can crawl on one of my vehicles. I don't have to lay on the damn concrete when it's cold. I, I do the all same right, you know.
4: exact thing. I do the same. I got rich neighbors, and she's like the the recycling just gets too full. And I met her during the pandemic. She's got sick kids and all this and that, and her husband's in Alaska. Blah blah blah. Like, don't, you can, I'll just burn them. In fact, I'll store them in my garage and use them on the concrete. That's a trick my father taught uh, me. And even with a gravel driveway, man, would you prefer gravel or? fucking hey, cardboard let me,
3: let me let me give you guys a real a real getaway you know what to do is get yourself an old skateboard and throw one of those boxes on there and roll under it. you
5: got yourself a little portal I don't have to do that I got a creeper <laughs> I, I got a creeper crawl to roll around underneath the car man I got a. Yeah. you even have the headboard on it so I got oh, yeah. my head on.
3: I
4: got it. one of those a little,
3: <laughs> little ghetto version of the creeper you know throw your uh, your Samsung TV box on top of an old skateboard and just roll around underneath your uh you know your old fucking Ford Bronco
5: you know you oh go. hell no i got me a damn snap on creeper man i'm high class oh snap oh, all i am in right. comfort man sound like, well, a lot, <laughs> sound like
3: a lot of the guys that i work with i love when the snap on guy comes in the, the snap on oh, guy God. comes to over again if you guys don't know what snap on is <laughs> snap ons yeah it's a it's a tool truck or a, a awesome tool distributor so they come into my work and um it's funny because every time I'm like outside, like in the in the Snap On guy pulls in, some of the guys in my shop they're like, "Oh shit, Snap On's here!" Oh fuck, man, I owe They're that getting guy, boners. Like, I got like four. No, they're like, I owe that guy like <laughs> four hundred bucks, you know? Because a lot of these guys <laughs> are on like fucking, you know, they'll, they'll get tools and they'll, they'll be like, oh yeah, they go on a payment plan, you know. And when they pull in and especially around this time around Christmas time, like, oh fuck, dude, I owe that guy like fifty bucks this week. Uh, go outside and tell him actually- I got COVID.
5: i actually got i actually got my creeper at a bargain i found it at a yard sale and it hadn't been used it was still in the box the guy bought it and he never used it and he was selling for ten dollars it was a hundred dollar creeper i got
4: you can't be that
5: back in high school shop has pads for your back so you don't wrench your back when you're crawling around or into the or creeping around underneath the car man really? almost like laying in bed working on a car <laughs> yeah
4: they are comfy man i don't have it. i i've got your competitor i've got craftsmen that's i'll i'll live and die by it they even make craftsmen anymore now that sears
3: oh, yeah. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> matter
5: there's, there's there's warehouses full of craftsman tools those damn things will be sold for next hundred years man matter of fact Matter of fact, I was at a second-hand store, and I picked up... Uh, let me get this big freaking thing out. Nope, here we go. I got a 15-inch Craftsman <laughs> <grasping laughs> wrench for $5, and it's... And it doesn't look like it's hardly been used. What is it? A 3-8, like
4: half-inch? What's
5: up? <laughs> half-inch about
3: th- the size of my penis? Yeah.
5: <laughs> that damn thing there is a 15-inch handle, and uh, you know, it's a what they call a mexican uh uh wrench you know it, it goes metric or <laughs> standard <laughs> is that really what it's called
3: or is that just a racist version of what you're no, no,
4: right. that,
5: that's what my boy's known it by ever since oh, i okay. was a kid, was mexican yeah. right. mexican wrench
3: right you no know? right. anyway gotcha no, right.
5: no no poking fun at mexicans i know a lot of good mexicans you know but you yeah. know even they Preferred is a Mexican adjustable. Cool. All yeah. right, listen, rat, Raccoon. Yeah. I,
3: I got to go. All right, I don't want this to turn into Bob Vila's Tool Hour here. Um, yeah. him, right? little, uh, little, we'll get in touch with you soon, man. Listen, if I don't talk to you, have a good holiday. And listen, I'm I'm gonna tell Tony that you're you're ready and waiting for him, man. You want this debate to happen? Um, I, listen, we'll we'll get it going. Don't don't worry, my friend. We're gonna get it going, man. Just uh, you know, keep on your uh, your eyes and ears. Well, I'll, I'll announce it probably pretty soon maybe even before the uh okay. the end of the year we'll we'll get it going man all right all right i'll talk right, to you later All right, raccoon. all right we'll talk to you man all right there he goes raccoon all right yeah i, I just i gotta i gotta move on here <laughs>
4: yeah it was time
3: yeah, yeah i love, I love
4: creepers it's hey <laughs> what um, do you if we're gonna go deep uh, nope i'm gonna stop Let's yep,
3: I got to Sometimes I got to go balls deep, but uh, you know. Anyway, <laughs> um, hey, listen, let's do this. Another phony phone call action. Let's do that, and then when we come back, um, boogie. I got a lot to get to. I got some cool, um, I got some stuff to get to. I want to talk to BP about too, since BP's here, because we're on this uh this whole kick this year that every single time we're live on the radio and we're talking about something or somebody, somebody dies, and again, it happened uh, last week. Mike Leach, who we um, played a bunch yeah. of clips of. Remember Mike Leach? Yeah, uh, the guy that was talking about the kids, uh, you know, uh, fucking their fat girlfriends too much and not worrying about football. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. He died this past Saturday.
4: Yeah, I know and, it's
3: bullshit. Yeah, and again, <laughs> listen, I'm telling you, boogie. I swear to fucking Christ, I did nothing to fucking provoke this dude. I swear. I, I don't know what it is. Never mention <sighs> celebrities again. I mean, but well, we have to. But I feel like every single time we, you know, I've just I found and these I old love clips. This man. Of- yeah, he was great, and I felt like, oh, this we're gonna get a great joke and a good kick and a laugh out of this. And uh, you know, we played a bunch of clips. I listened back to the segment; it was so fucking funny. Um, you know, we had some good commentary on it, and I saw that this fucking guy died this past Saturday night. And I, I, texted Boogie, or I'm sorry, I texted BP, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, what are we doing? I'm like, why does this keep happening to us? This? this is we're almost at the end of the year now, and I feel like we're we're killing people off or it's just every time our show happens something happens to somebody i mean what the fuck is going on dude <laughs> we can't escape it dude we're uh, we're 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 fucked i don't Dukes. know i, I,
1: don't I think know. our sh-
3: we have the maloke on our show is i think what it is <laughs>
4: <laughs> i don't think it's that deep joe i think life and, is and D- dj
3: dj twitch the guy from who's um ellen DeGeneres's uh dj fucking died today i mean it's just like oh my
4: god i don't even know who that like, is so it doesn't count as a celebrity
3: i didn't know who it was either boogie until like you know i was getting all these i'm like who the hell is this guy and then i then i found out and it was ellen DeGeneres's uh dj on it i didn't even know ellen DeGeneres had a dj i never watched the ellen DeGeneres
4: show it's uh, handy j says he was a great dancer are you talking about ellen or the dj
3: Oh God, she's a whore! Did you ever watch her yeah. dance around Ellen DeGeneres? Only no. God, talk about like this is the reason why like uh, black people tell us that we can't fucking dance as white people. We yeah. have no rhythm, you know. Ellen DeGeneres is the exact reason why uh, black people say that white people have no rhythm. <laughs>
4: just go listen. Yay! Go watch well, her fucking s- dance around. <laughs> so how does how, how does uh, what's her name do with Snoop Dogg? He's just like crip walking, and she's. I I do, to listen. the shoplifter. I, I don't know. What do you mean? This, what are you talking about? Ellen DeGeneres, t- or not oh. Ellen. Uh Are you talking, talking about Martha Stewart? Martha Stewart? Martha Stewart? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Would you call her a shop? That?
3: Dude, she wasn't a shoplifter. She uh she she fucking basically uh duked the uh the stock market. She had like oh, insider trading right. information. <laughs> shoplifter. <laughs>
4: I swear to God, she's shoplift. No, you're thinking of another. You're
3: thinking of somebody else. (laughs)
4: It's it's gotta be the foggy head.
3: Listen, have you seen have you seen Martha Stewart over the last few years? Dude, she looks like she's such in a cloud, she doesn't even know where the hell she is anymore. I think she smokes more weed than Snoop, to be honest with you.
4: Hey. All
3: right. I think that's how fucked up she is.
4: (laughs) I would love to fucking have her. Snoop likes it that way. Yeah, that'd be a good time.
3: Be honest, so, yo. Listen, I'm gonna hang out and fuck this white chick. <laughs> she has got all that inside of trading shit going
4: on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna learn some real business moves. I'm gonna inside <laughs> trade this dick. I'm gonna show her that real G funk. <laughs> <laughs> listen,
3: I love. I'll Snoop tell you Dog. one thing right now, Snoop Dogg, man. He's a very fucking smart businessman. That guy. I mean, listen, he's got his fucking his fingers and toes in every single little business venture out there. So, you know, smart guy. Well, hey, listen, in commemoration of, uh, you know, the uh, Sandy Hook thing that went on, uh, fuck Alex Jones. I want to say that right off the bat, that piece of shit. I'm glad he's uh, already filing for bankruptcy. I love this swap and shop phony phone call. This is the guy's chopping up Alex Jones crying. When he was on his InfoWars show, God, yeah, they uh, they chopped off his, uh, they chopped up his his voice crying. This was like one of the most embarrassing things he's ever done live on his stupid fucking InfoWars shows. And they they called up Swap and Shop with uh, with Alex Jones crying. Here, you're gonna love this. Take a listen.
11: Good morning, you're on Swap Shop.
7: Yeah, listen, a little bit of a problem here. My my father, we lost our family dog, and his name is Blumpkin. It would really help if people can look out for him. All right, no salt and pepper colored. Okay. And can I, my father, tell you the description, please?
11: He can. And what street are you on, or where are you located?
7: He'll he'll tell you that. Hold on, we'll one okay. second. He's just a little upset. I'm sorry.
11: Okay, that's fine.
7: Oh, here he is. Go ahead. Uh, okay. God Almighty! <laughs> Folks, we gotta we gotta get good people to stand up
8: against these people.
11: All right, now what? Uh, what community do you live in? What street are you on? Uh, you might want to put your son back on the phone here. So we just get the information.
1: Daddy.
11: We just need the information here if we can get this out, okay? I'm sorry. Okay. Why don't you just tell us what street you live on, sir?
7: The street, Daddy.
11: What street do you live on? The street. Can you just talk, sir? Can I talk to the son? Can I talk to the son, please?
7: Daddy, can you give him the street, please?
11: I tell you what, why don't y'all call back? Okay? I've got another phone ringing here and I don't aim to be I don't need to be irrational here, but I need some information or we're gonna have to move on and see you can call back. <laughs> so that's why that, you know, I try to be kind to people and
3: uh there you go. Nice to hear Alex Jones uh, sweat a couple tears out of his fucking eyes. There you go. <laughs> Poor fella. Fuck him, piece of shit. <laughs> oh my god, one guy that one guy that deserves a good fucking swift kick to the fucking ball sack as hard as you can. Fucking cocksucker. Oh my god, don't even get me started. All right, boogie. Let's do this, man. You got any? Uh, you got a request here we could play for tonight?
4: Uh, let's. Uh, what is that? Uh. Tears for Fears, king who everybody wants to rule the world. Something like that.
3: Tears for Fears, huh? Hmm. Yeah. I, think I might, I might get, um, let me see.
4: Let's see how quick we can pull this up. Welcome to my life, maybe. Tears okay. for Fears.
3: Just- hey, you know what, dude? I finally finished watching that fucking Woodstock documentary on, uh, oh, yeah? On, uh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, amazing now, was fucking... it
4: 94 or 99 i can't remember no. which one you said
3: was 94 90... was no 94 was the um
4: the 25th anniversary
5: yes
3: that yeah. was the so the one that they had in 99 was the one where basically everything all all yeah, shit went to the, the fucking... whole place it
4: burnt it... to the fucking ground
3: yeah dude i listen i'll tell you one thing man i watched this fucking thing in the third day when they started lighting shit on fire they thought it was cool because this was around the time columbine happened And um, their smart idea was, is that after the Red Hot Chili Peppers got off the stage, that they were going to have like a candlelight visual. They were going to have everybody hold candles in the air, 150,000 people in this crowd. And they're going to be like, oh, this is going to be so beautiful. All these people are going to be holding candles. And, you know, listen, Red Hot Chili Peppers get off the stage. They have the video footage from MTV. These guys get inside the fucking uh, limo to leave. And then all of a sudden, these people just start ripping barricades off and setting the whole entire fucking place on fire. I mean, I have never seen something like this. It was literally a fucking war zone inside Woodstock. And what a fucking great documentary. And the guy Michael Lang that was running this whole thing, this is the one thing that really pissed me off is he had no remorse. They were going on every single day saying, Oh, yeah, nothing's nothing's wrong, everything's good. Dude, people are getting girls are getting raped in the crowd. People are getting hurt. They're dehydrated. They're jacking up the prices for all the condiment, water. Like literally, when they first got ten dollars, like three bucks a bottle, dude. By day three, it's fucking ten dollars a bottle. Yep. They started burning down the concession stands. I mean, dude, like I remember just watching this on fucking TV when I was a kid and watching this because we we rented this on um we we rented this on pay per view because it was available on pay per view. So we were able to watch it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. I can watch this. And I still remember watching Red Hot Chili Peppers and Flea running around on stage with his dick hanging out. <laughs> Dude, he had no fun. He did not care. I mean, but I and then they, the problem, too, is at the end at that last day. And I was watching because they go one, two, three. It's a three part series. The third day, that Sunday, they promised that after the Red Hot Chili Pepper, they were going to have this big, big fucking a big artist. Everyone was like, oh, I think Prince is going to come out. It was nothing. The whole stage went black, and then all of a sudden, they just got even more pissed and burned the whole entire fucking place down. I mean, it was absolutely fucking insane how bad that thing was run. They had no police presence there whatsoever. Just a bunch of losers running around with yellow Peace Patrol T-shirts on. Uh, that was their security. Uh, guys that had shirts on that said Peace Patrol. Yeah. Scary. I'm, I'm so scared of the- <laughs> I'm scared of the Peace Patrol. Yeah. What the fuck? You know, they had no they had nothing back then. It was such bad poor planning. And dude, listen, I'm telling you, if you haven't watched that thing in its full entirety, Boogie, any of you guys out there uh watch that, especially as a kid like me, you know, that grew up around that time. You know, I was like twelve years old when Woodstock was happening, and I loved that shit, man. I was just like, oh my, I was it's awesome. You know? And then I loved it too, is uh, you know, you like limp biscuit boogie, right?
4: Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and, and that being said, and I, now you're bringing up all this other good music, so yeah. I'd like to change my request to some. Red oh, Hot I already White got paper. the. I already. Uh, all gosh. right, all right. No changing. No changing.
3: Fine. No, all listen. Right. That's fine. All right, I'll do it. You know, it's fine. I'll, I'll change it. You know, because we can do a it. No, I, I love one of the parts in the interview. Is on the second day on Saturday. Limp Biscuit was on. And um, I guess they were they were trying to tell Limp Biscuit to like stop inciting shit. Like they weren't doing anything; they were just performing. Like, dude, we're just here yeah. to perform. Yeah. Well, they did um, they did that song "Break Stuff," you know. And then all of a sudden, like you know, they're like, "Oh, well, you shouldn't have played that at that time." And it's like, dude, what are, they, what are these guys supposed to do? They're there to make money, and they're supposed to you know help you know play the jams to- that they're famous yeah. for. The fans are there to fucking see that shit. They want to watch them fucking play the jams, dude. They're not there to see them play Mickey Mouse tracks off their fucking so you know. I love how the promoters, instead of like, you know, just saying like, oh, we fucked up, they're trying to walk it back onto the band saying, oh, well, you guys are inciting the crowds and shit. No, it's it's not how it was. It's just even Rage Against the Machine played that year. And Rage Against wow. Machine, I mean, they they, you know, they started a whole fucking riot and shit. I mean, dude, it's just it's it's the band you booked. That was a fucking hot mess from the fucking day that it started. It really was. And they just they they didn't really know what the fuck they were doing. They were just hiring fucking these big name acts and like, oh yeah, this'll work. We'll we'll get this. We're gonna get
4: and that's the thing. The mixing of the crowds. I mean, just so many I mean, they went from fucking Cheryl Crow to Limp Biscuit.
3: Yeah. And you see you know, what they were doing to Cheryl Crow? They were telling her to pull yeah. her titties out and shit. You know, somebody like Cheryl Crow, who's a world renowned artist. Even I saw there was a there was a segment on there where Jewel went on stage. Jewel.
4: Yeah. You know, I can't like, believe she didn't just turn
3: around and leave. Well, I, you I, know? She, I think she I think she did. I think she was like eighteen years old, 17, 18 years old. I think she did two or three songs and the, the crowd was mellowed out at first and they were into it. All of a sudden they just started to throw shit and then, then she just turned around and she got right the fuck out of Dodge. She was like, I, I can't, I can't deal with this fucking crowd. Woodstock is too fucking nuts it's it's too fucking crazy you can't deal with that many fucking people there especially somebody like you know, Sheryl Crow dude I mean oh my god Sheryl Crow I would love to fucking see her she's great dude she really is you know but not at Woodstock dude that's not a place to put fucking Sheryl Crow you know that's not a fucking place but I don't know I mean that was just bad planning watch that on uh the train wrecked Woodstock 99. It's fucking pretty crazy. Alright, well, Boogie, since you um kind of had to interrupt our flow that we had going on there, we'll play some red hot chili peppers. And I love red hot chili peppers, so I don't really mind the request, to be honest with you. Oh,
4: good choice. This
3: one of my favorite songs, too. This one hits close to home. Love this one. I'm playing the guitar right now. You hear that?
4: <laughs> I'm just jamming, Joe.
3: Alright. Red Hot Chili Peppers right here. Joe Antonio Show. Boogie Nights here live on the panel. About to hit that post is what they say. We're live on Podbean Live Joe Antonio show. We'll be right back. Stay tuned.
9: Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. who I am She sees my good
3: chili peppers under the bridge i That's love that favorite. song man yeah good
4: tune right there you know, what? you know you know what up? man sometimes i feel like i don't have a partner too but i think you do joe oh thanks bro appreciate it. i that, think man. you do especially Boy. when you're thirsty exactly
3: and guys you know why i always have a partner in AquaVite tea Kombucha. Wow, that was a really good plug there, Boogie. Jeez, this guy's really getting it now. <laughs> <coughs> guys, Aqua guys. Tea Kombucha, The pledge of authenticity. The only premium ingredients of live cultures and probiotics that are developed during fermentation, not lab manufactured. The kombucha is always a live vibrant, never pasteurized. They use the latest technology to produce a non-alcoholic kombucha. So many great flavors to choose from. Boogie Nights got your blueberry social. Elderberry, which got me through that little pick up cold that I had, the one I'm sipping on tonight got to kind of be a little festive. Hold on. What is it, Hanny? What is it? Even it? Oh. Oh, Would
4: BP's study, got we? an answer.
3: She got it. Peach. Peach is right. Peach is right. Buckers. BP nailed it. Oh, um, nice. Guys, organic kombucha. It's non-alcoholic, premium ingredients, live probiotics, beneficial enzymes, gluten-free and vegan, handcrafted in the great state of Vermont. Check them out online. Facebook and Instagram at aquavite Kombucha. That's A-Q-U-A-V-I-T-E-A-K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A. Or their official website, guys, www.aquavitee.com. And guys, up until December 24th, they are giving out 10% off and free shipping. It doesn't matter. No promo codes needed, guys. Just go right on there. No promo codes necessary. Just go to aquavit.com. Put that little stocking stuffer underneath the tree. Of some great organic kombucha, guys, to get you through. I'm telling you right now,
2: boogie.
3: <clears throat> oh Jesus! Hey, boner. If I didn't have that, <laughs> if I didn't, if I didn't have that fucking elderberry uh, kombucha yesterday, I, when I went to sleep at two o'clock yesterday, I woke up at ten, and I chugged one. I literally chugged the whole fucking thing, which I never do. I usually sip and enjoy. It. I chugged it. I'm like, all right, you know, if you guys look up elderberry and what it does for the cold and flu season, it does help. I chugged that motherfucker and then i i slammed down another one this morning before work and dude i felt great it's uh it's one of those miracle medicines guys so make sure to check them out guys aquavite.com all right yeah welcome back here guys oh hey um boogie i had a little segment that we wanted to get to here i love these um these sarcastic news reporters or I, I love when i love when news reporters uh when they can't stop laughing at stupid shit that happens when they're live on the air you know and they just completely break
4: character and i hate and i love it when they can't help to be proven wrong yeah but anyway it's, or, or when or
3: when they're even yeah i've I, I played a bunch of these too like where they fight on the air do you ever see like the ones where they're like they they'll, they'll be talking about a subject and like two of the anchors will just like start fighting with each other for no fucking reason
4: yep <laughs> that's because <laughs> they broke up the night before
3: yeah well yeah, listen we we covered the ones with the uh you know those two anchors from the uh the good morning america show or whatever the fuck yeah. that was the uh talk
4: about the inside edition yeah.
3: yeah. You know. But um I got a couple news clips here. I love these. This first one here, uh, this this reminds me of of New England where I come from. And listen, obviously you're from the Midwest, boogie. So you kind of know this too. Uh I love the guy that has to go out in the fucking snowstorm. And uh you know, he's got to sit out there and he's got to hold the fucking umbrella. And make make believe he's blowing around and he you know he's got to look like he's doing something live on the air. These guys, I feel, listen, I feel so bad for these guys. If you ever were to get into a broadcasting career, Boogie, I would never want to be the fucking guy that they're like, all right, douchebag, you got to go out in the fucking media truck and go out to the fucking middle of the snowstorm and fucking sit out there and and make believe you're blowing around with your park on and, and, you know, make it look like it's really fucked up out there.
4: I mean, we would would get lots of flat tires, Joe. Just saying. (laughs) But, dude,
3: to uh, like subject like one of your news anchors to actually go out there and risk their lives. Like, even that guy, we talked about this too, me and Aaron, that guy, Jim Cantori from the Weather Channel. Guy used to go out there in 100 degree, uh, 100 100 mile per hour winds and stand out there in the middle of hurricanes and get blown
8: around like a fucking asshole.
4: He would like anchor himself off to like (laughs) freaking signposts and shit. It would. yeah, you'd
3: have, to, you'd have to sit there like a fucking asshole, literally, and just for what? Like for our amusement? Like, oh, look at Jim Cantor—he's blowing around the wind. <laughs> I mean, I thought when I even when I was a young kid, I'm like, wow, that's pretty screwed up. Like, you know, that's kind of like, uh, you know, somebody should call the HR department.
4: <laughs> I might <laughs> die, but at least I'm making sixty-three thousand a year.
3: Yeah, basically, yeah. At that time, well, yeah, yeah. that's—I think that's what an, an average meteorologist makes anyway. They don't really make that great of money. You know, yeah, I mean it's, a, but they have a contract, so those guys are are you know making bank is what they say. They're 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 fucking you know making scraps basically. But um, yeah, here let me play this first one. This is the uh, the sarcastic weather man. This guy I love it. He's trying to show his viewers how to actually clean their cars off because you you know in the in the Midwest and New England here a lot of people they drive around with fucking snow all over the top of their cars. They're too lazy to clean all the shit off the top of the cars. You know they they just I don't know if they realize that there's there's still snow that can fall off the top of the car and
4: and there's you know, people I, behind you
3: yeah and ice and shit and hit your car i love this guy this guy um listen if if i was ever own if i ever owned my own fucking news media outlet i would hire this guy as my meteorologist to get, listen
12: given what i saw on the roads last night this must be a really hard concept for people to understand so today we're going to break down the science behind WIPING THE SNOW OFF OF YOUR CAR. OKAY, IT ALL STARTS WITH THIS. YOU'RE GOING TO BEGIN WITH A GENERIC LEFT TO RIGHT SWIPE. THEN A COUPLE INCHES BELOW THAT YOU'LL SWIPE BACK. IT'S THIS CONTINUOUS MOTION THAT WILL GET ALL OF THE SNOW OFF OF THE CAR. ONCE YOU FINISH ONE SIDE OF THE CAR, YOU'RE GOING TO CONTINUE ON TO THE NEXT SIDE. AND IT'S THIS SCIENTIFIC SWIPING MOTION THAT YOU WILL USE NOT ONLY ON THE SIDES, BUT THE BACK AND ALL THE WAY AROUND 360 DEGREES OF THE CAR. SOME IMPORTANT SMALL DETAILS. YOU'RE GOING TO WANT TO MAKE SURE THE MIRRORS ARE ALL CLEAN AND AFTER YOU GET THE SNOW OFF, THERE MIGHT BE SOME ICE. THAT'S OKAY, DON'T FREAK OUT. THERE'S A PART OF THE BLADE THAT CAN HELP YOU GET THAT ICE OFF JUST BY DOING THIS. AT THIS POINT, YOU MIGHT THINK YOU'RE DONE, BUT NOT QUITE YET BECAUSE YOU'VE GOT SNOW ON THE HOOD AND THE TOP, AND IT'S YOUR OBLIGATION AND THE LAW AS A DRIVER TO KNOCK ALL THIS STUFF OFF, TOO. AND DON'T FORGET, CLEAN OFF THESE HEADLIGHTS AS WELL. NOW, I KNOW, I KNOW, IT SEEMS LIKE A LOT, AND YOU MIGHT THINK THAT YOU'LL NEVER BE ABLE TO DO it. But I promise, if you follow those simple steps, you, too, will be able (laughs) to clear the snow off of your car. Derek Kevra, Fox 2 News.
4: (laughs) I love this, man. Yeah. I I I love this, man. (laughs) (laughs)
3: I'll tell you one thing right now. I would hire that guy in two seconds just with the sarcastic attitude. He would fit perfectly on my uh, my news uh, media outlet. How hard is it, though? (laughs) <laughs> I, and it goes back to me like I remember I was driving behind a fucking tractor trailer where a sheet of ice fell off the top of his fucking truck. I thought I was going to fucking die. I thought I was going to go right through my windshield and fucking kill me. <laughs> you know, not fun. Not fun no. driving around here in New England. Uh, uh, You know, I got a bunch of other, um, the, you know, I have some, too, here. Uh, they, listen, Boogie, a lot of the ones that I have, too, are just a lot of these news reporters. They just they start fucking losing it on the air. They just start cracking up and laughing. This is Those a good one, one here. The best. Yeah, they're great. They just, they completely lose touch of what they're doing. Um, this one, I guess they had a, a report on a plane that they had a, uh, they had a re- <laughs> they had an emergency land a plane because somebody was farting so much that the gases inside the fucking cockpit were, uh... <laughs> just take a listen. This news reporter,
4: she she can't handle it. It's kind of like Hanny J when she catches herself at the end.
12: Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> this is great. Take a listen.
12: American Airlines is refuting reports of flight evacuation. What's <laughs> <laughs> right. American Airlines is refuting reports that a flight evacuation was spurred by someone who passed gas.
10: Today the airline says that foul owner was actually caused. By a mechanical error.
12: Because, you know, the smells are kind of one and the same.
10: In a statement, Raleigh-Durham International Airport confirms passengers were not evacuated from the plane. American Airlines says people affected by the by the scent received medical help after passengers exited the plane.
2: Sounds
12: it's like it's more like a foul odor than a scent. When Look, you think if of the you scent, need
10: medical help <laughs>
8: after
12: that experience, something was seriously wrong. I can't. You know those to- passengers were thinking, like, who ate what on this flight? Can you just read the rest? I can't do it. <sighs> I can't do it. <laughs> All right, well, you may want to hold off on your next bite of lunch Not for this next of story. story. No, for this story that we're going to.
3: I love how they're like, I love how the the news guys, like, they're trying to be, well, I can't believe it was such a stench that it made the plane land.
4: (laughs) It's like, I got to tell you, that dude sounded exactly like Mike from Tampa.
3: Oh, my Lord. The stench was so rancid. It had to make the plane do an emergency nosedive into the ocean. (laughs) It's just like those guys. I love when they're, they're trying to ad lib when shit like that happens. They're just wow the uh, smells so bad uh man uh made your grandmother turn over in her grave <laughs> it's like all of, a <laughs> sudden, all of a sudden all the all the uh the newscaster dad jokes come out all at once it's like uh it just it hits you like a fucking ton of bricks <laughs> fucking idiots these guys oh, my yeah i'm it's all oh, my what a, what a bad profession oh this is a good one a uh, weather reporter she's in the middle of doing her um you know they stand in front of a green sc- uh, screen guys and uh, i guess the computer that they were using it ended up wanting them to update the windows 10 during the middle of a broadcast so th- the whole map is up on the fucking screen and all of a sudden this big pop-up comes up and i hate this it happens on my own computer you know before i load the show because this, this computer that I'm on has been wanting me to upgrade to Windows 11 now for the last fucking year. And I'm like, nope, not happening. <laughs> not happening, folks. Not, Keep not it where gonna it's happen. at. Oh, it, listen, shit's not broken, Boogie. It ain't getting fixed.
4: Hey, you tried it <laughs> once. It worked out for a minute, but you almost, like, shot yourself.
3: Oh, yeah. I reverted right back in, in two minutes. No, no Windows 11 for me, guys. I'm... <laughs> Listen, we already have enough problems with Aaron's audio hicc- hiccups that he has. Uh, I don't need any more fucking issues over here. You know, this is great. This is, uh, yeah, during the middle of a live uh, weather broadcast, the uh, the death uh, Windows 10 fucking update me now fucking comes up. Take a listen.
9: Part of the state. Now, live super Doppler has been indicating locally heavy amounts of rainfall across southwest Iowa. Ah, it, Microsoft recommends upgrading to Windows 10. What should I do? Ah, don't you love when that pops up, huh? Anyway, over an inch has fallen across southwest Iowa, and we will be uh, keeping track of that as the morning goes along here, too. So, um, hmm, what's going on with my clicker now? Okay, the winds have been very gusty uh-huh. overnight as well. It's the Windows 10, right? That's what people are gonna say. Don't do it.
3: Hey, uh, well, I guess you might have to upgrade to Windows 10. It looks like you're still on Linux. (laughs) Let's (laughs) wait for that dumb, goofy. I'm waiting. Back Back to you, Ted. Uh, Looks like you need to upgrade that PCU and CPU. (laughs) Stupid. Anyway, in sports... Anyway, yeah. back to sports. Mike Leach died over the weekend, and I heard he used to talk about this players' fat girlfriends. <laughs>
4: and it made them win games.
3: <laughs> yes, I mean, oh, my God. Listen, I always... I'll tell you, Boogie, I always wanted to get into a broadcasting career, like, but I never wanted to get into the TV aspect for that exact reason. I mean, can you imagine having to wake up at fucking 3 o'clock? I, I know a couple people that work for local news stations. I mean... Even um, Hannah's brother he works for a local news station. I mean, the grind of doing that. And then can you imagine having to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and acting like your chipper? You
4: yeah, know, well, like, that's why they get up at 3. They <laughs> do a couple lines of coke. <laughs> yeah. The a chipper couple, fuck, right the fuck up.
3: Couple, couple <laughs> heroes right up the nose and like, hey, hey <laughs> welcome weather. Welcome to WCBS 2 News. My name Uh, is Flurries. My no, yeah, I got Flurries. Flurries are in the forecast. If they already already happened, since I uh left the green room here with a little uh, white stuff on my plate, Uh, let's go out to the to the weather van. They got the little they got the satellite van rolling around. Oh yeah, can you imagine (laughs) driving in that fucking thing? People every time like you see that thing, you're like you want to throw eggs at it. You're like, oh god, these assholes. (laughs)
4: you're like at a state fair they're like oh how is your you got a mouthful of fucking cotton candy fuck off news lady it's a there's a grease pig competition i'm busy
3: so what are you doing right now how is the fair
4: um can you leave me alone trying to eat my fucking uh
3: my my big medieval chicken (laughs)
8: like
3: You know, it's like they, they gotta catch people. It's it's almost like they purposely these news people. They try to catch a lot of these people at the worst times. You know, they're in the middle of having fun. And it's like it's like they're,
4: oh they're like waitresses. They ask you how <laughs> your fucking food is. Or yeah, you're in, of, you, yeah you're in the middle. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, you're in the middle. You're in the middle of divorcing your wife, and all of a sudden she comes over to the. Um, can I get you some more bread? Can you
4: go fuck off for a couple minutes while I fucking tell my wife I don't want to ever fucking see her again? Or tell <laughs> my kids her mother i'm never gonna see (laughs) him you know what i mean (laughs) i get you on the weekends starting next weekend
3: yeah see ya yeah we're not here for uh, a great dinner outing all right listen i'm getting emotionally bad news all right the more you can stay away from my table right now is the best thing that you could do before i flip out on you next
4: what do you think i'm ubering them home i have a rope. (laughs) <laughs> and i've drank 16 whiskey sours yeah did you see my bar
3: bill all right do you think there's something good going on here right now we're not celebrating <laughs> we're celebrating my demise oh my fucking lord uh oh this is a good one here too boogie you remember the movie christmas vacation obviously remember that scene where clark griswold's hanging off the gutters when he's putting the lights up he's he starts to fall oh, yeah. slips off so- love it Listen to this shit, dude. This is a true story. Some asshole put a um <laughs> on his house a a replica of Clark, Clark Griswold hanging off of his um his gutters,
4: you know. Oh, it, it, I've, I remember this, so it's yeah, so, so, legit. so w- yeah, one of his
3: neighbors thought it was actually him, like one of his got like a guy hanging off, yeah. <laughs> they, dude. they bring over a fucking ladder and they're calling 911 saying that there's somebody like ready to die? National on them. news, yes. <laughs> this is fucking great oh my god i mean i don't know how fucking i I gotta here hold on let me make sure i got this one loaded up i mean this is like this one took the cake when i saw this one i was like oh my god you gotta be fucking kidding me that is one of the uh the funniest fucking scenes though from christmas vacation when uh when clark griswold's fucking hanging off the fucking house (laughs) oh my god reminds me of my father even though my father my father never put up Christmas lights. He, you know, my father would always be up there fucking around with the gutters and shit. And then he used to yell at me and my brother because we wouldn't help
4: him and shit. <laughs> He'd fucking yeah, yell but at I us. gotta I gotta say, and I don't wanna be like an asshole to anybody out there. If you're fit, cool, maybe you can catch yourself. Clark Griswold, myself, Joe, maybe you could catch yourself. But when you're sliding down that motherfucker and you think you could catch yourself from not dying, no, you're dead. Yeah,
3: yeah, no, listen, yeah. In, my, in my state right now, I'd, I'd be fucking, yeah, I'd be paralyzed. Yeah, take a listen, this was fucking great. I love how the neighbor starts freaking out.
2: A <laughs> hey family's Christmas decorations nearly caused one man a heart attack. Mister,
8: please hold on. All right, can you reach it? Can you reach it?
2: The man in Austin, Texas thought <laughs> this dummy was a wow. real person. <laughs> Nestcam video shows the man rush over, <laughs> grab a ladder, and call for help. He even called Aww. 911. The family, the family, put up the dummy to pay homage to a, a, a Christmas scene from uh from a movie right there. The Griswolds, right? You know, right? Christmas Vacation, and uh, they are trying to find the man to give him a gift because they say <laughs> it, his heart was in the right place. Now, he felt it, oh, no. he felt it. He said, he said, he said, can you reach it? Can you reach it? <laughs> He's
13: trying to be a good Samaritan there. It's making me
11: cry, my goodness. You,
2: you want him around if you were stuck on the roof one day. Can
11: you reach it? All right, well, we are hoping to reach temperatures like we saw yesterday. It was nice and warm spring.
3: Oh, my God. See how these, listen, Boogie, did you hear in the end, like, how she had to flip it? Yeah. Oh, reach, reach. Well, hopefully we're going to be reaching into the high 50s at some point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: like, like, why?
3: He yeah, almost yeah. had
4: a heart attack, and then that's when.
3: <laughs> well, listen, if your heart's warm, then guess what? The warm temperatures are going to be coming up soon, too. I mean, listen, did they have to turn every single fucking dumb joke into a weather thing? Oh, my God, dude. It's just. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of reaching, hopefully soon we're going to be reaching those temperatures of the 60s because spring is right around the corner.
4: Shut up. <laughs> and they could have went to sports. They could have been uh, speaking of reaching. The Warriors did
3: look at this reaching look at these look at this reaching grab from Tyler Hudson number twelve of the uh, Nashville Peacocks in the end zone for the uh, Nashville Peacocks. They ended up winning the uh, high school football game thirty four to seventeen. I mean, they got to turn every single fucking corny joke into like another. It's almost we call them in in the radio business like a, a push line. You know, where you kind of go into it. Well, listen, you did one before, uh, Boogie, when you actually introduced the Aquavit commercial. You know, you're like, oh, I'm feeling third. That's called a push line. It's a push line into another. But you did a good job. Do it again. No, but it wasn't corny. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's not stupid. You know, you know, it's it's. Oh my god, that's that's why I went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. I'm really I'm really happy I never went through that whole whole entire curriculum of it boogie because you know what it is i taught myself how to do this shit i really and i'm so happy i did it on my own i had a lot of great fucking mentors and leaders and shit and people that taught me how to do things and i'm just happy i did it on my own so you know instead of going to some bottleneck fucking fm station and being sat there and you know ridiculed the whole time you know being an intern getting people's coffee and their bagels in the morning but wait i want to actually like go on the air no, no, listen, you got to go to Dunkin' Donuts and get me an everything bagel toasted with cream cheese and get me my fucking medium uh, regular.
4: Yeah, like and t- make sure extra ice and caramel.
3: Yeah, it's. So, and guess what? After I take my dump after I eat that at, uh, you know, at, at 9 o'clock in the morning when I'm doing my commercial breaks, you got to go in there and scrub the toilet. You know?
4: And P.S., you got to wipe my ass, too, because you got to keep these hands clean, baby.
3: Well, that was the thing, too. You know, <laughs> I learned from a lot of people that were in the radio business are like, you know, let's go into the kinetic school. Broadcasting is going to be really great for your career. You're going to learn how to use the the mixing boards and do all this and all that. And I'm like, well, I really, you know, I, I know how to kind of already do that shit, but I just I, I want to be like an on air talent. I don't want to I don't want to have to fucking, you know, scrub toilets after somebody, you know, eats their everything bagel and eats, you know, drinks their coffee and, and scrub the toilet after them. I want to actually be live on the radio. No, 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 kid. you You, know, you got to sit on the wayside. No, yeah fuck you fuck you cocksuckers i ain't doing that stupid fm all these guys that are on fm radio now it's like you know, it's you, you. i'm so happy i never went down that rabbit hole because i thought at one time boogie when i was younger when i was like 16 17 years old i'm like this is what i want to do i want to do radio and i'm going to go to the connecticut school of broadcasting and i'm going to get my education i'm going to get into the I'm going to go into this broadcasting school. You know what that ends up being to every single person I ever knew that went there? A fucking complete, huge dead end. Nothing. And look at what happened now. That was years ago. Uh, and now look where it is. Who listens to FM radio anymore? Do you listen? Do you tune into FM
4: radio anymore? NPR on occasion. Yeah. Okay. In the oh, work and- truck. But at home? No. No. Because, you know, at work, there are a bunch of fuck. I, unless I'm not allowed to wear hair, earbuds and it's country music or something else more horrible called christian rock and uh i don't know if i i i don't
3: know know, i don't know if i saw the writing on the wall when i was younger because like i've been doing internet radio since 1999 literally since 1999 when shoutcast was around we started doing a radio show and i was broadcasting off a 56k modem that's when i was like all right well fuck fuck everything else i ain't going to then you know what i was like oh well i had the chances to do it i'm so glad i never did because it's just it's a fucking dead-end job it's a it's a it really
4: no listen you can you can i gotta interject can. i i gotta interject bp had a great one here yeah he said i don't know how much i love aaron but i'm not wiping his ass after the truck stop in jersey yeah well guess what <laughs>
3: I always think about this too. I'm like, you know, even if like, uh, if, if I was ever even invited to go on a terrestrial radio show, like to do like, a, what's that, Elvis in the Morning? You know, they do like the El- Elvis in the Morning. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, you know, we want you to come on and, and uh you know, do a radio show and you got to talk to the. I wouldn't do it, dude. I really would but not. You got to be nice.
4: You got to be nice. and, Yeah. You know, I would don't never get I, too crazy. I,
3: I wouldn't do it boogie and i'm telling you right now there's no fucking money in it number one and number two I, do you do you honestly think that i can change my persona to actually fit the mold of terrestrial no. radio it never fucking no. happen in it. never work
4: no it'd especially be
3: fuck- it'd be an absolute fucking train wreck i would get fired after two weeks of being on the radio
4: it would just be po- constant beep 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 and now beep beep and yeah. then beep We'd yeah. have
3: sensors. We'd have censors up our ass. I wouldn't be able to do any of the content that I would want to do. I mean, do you think I could play a ticked off, thick, fucking segment on my show, in its entirety? Or, or, or you know, let people be like, "Oh my God," you know, you, you're playing all this, uh, this stuff on here, and it's it's bad. Even our music selection, be like, "Well, that song is just very mean and rude." And no, actually, I think the only thing that we would get us by was our our, our music selection. They'd yeah. probably mute. They'd probably mute the rest of our show. You know,
4: you like, think, well, these you, four songs in the morning come from you.
3: Yeah. Let me ask you something. Do you think our, our segment earlier in the show about you, uh, your your sister work uh, walking in on you, jerking off and catching you jerking off would go over well on a, an FM radio while somebody's driving to work in the morning with their kids in the car?
4: Maybe <laughs> once <laughs> before they went off air. I mean, <laughs> like what? A, Halfway through. Maybe. yeah i mean i mean it
3: might happen but we'd get fired or the fcc would fucking you know probably just kill us and bury us in the ground and use our dicks for the fucking shovels but any anyway, well,
4: my, it, it, my buddy just, like i told you about my buddy drew cage he works for 98.9 the bear again they accepted him back but he's such a schlep now but he had his own show late nights nine to midnight and he would legit do what he wanted that was back when it was edgy and you You still could be a little on edge. Well, he took it a little too far. Mm. And they're like, look, you can't. And he brought that up. He's like, look, they're telling me I can't do what I want to do. Guess what, assholes? It's my fucking show. And he said it on air just like that. And he was on for like two more days and just gone. And here, 10 years, 10 years later, he's back, but
3: you can't get away with that fucking shit anymore dude it's no. just it's not it's not feasible in that in that environment. why do you think now like people have podcasts and shit i mean it's just it's not um it's not one of those things where you know listen with our show with the one thing that i love is we have the freedom to fucking talk about whatever the hell we want and right. and listen we have we have our opinions and we talk about shit and we play content that's a little risqué
4: and we don't um, you know, always we talk- agree
3: and we don't always, yeah, exactly. We don't always agree, but listen, we we do what we want to do on here, and that's that's the one thing I always wanted that platform. The, I would never be able to fucking shy away from this, even if somebody like was, oh, oh, listen, we want you on our morning show and doing this and do. And I I know people that have succumbed to that, that have you know I've worked with in the past, like you know, they're working for like ESPN, like sports talk radio. You know, my buddy Pete's doing that now. You know, this show originally was on that network. And listen, he's doing that. And listen, good for him, dude. He's making a career out of it. I just would never be able to fucking do that because I would never be able to sink down to that level, Boogie. I would never be able to do it. I would never want to go down to that level. I would feel like I'm cheating everybody out of the fucking thing that I built here. I'm not a uh, person that's just going to fucking say, oh, well, I'm going to sell out to something because, uh, oh, I'm going to make more money doing this if I fucking PC my fucking show. It's never going to happen, dude. Never. I'm one of those people that'll stick to my guns, man. That's how you got to be in this business. Absolutely, it is what it is. Absolutely, there ain't no there ain't no fucking upper, there ain't no up or down around here anymore. It's just it's either you're doing what you want to do, dude, or you just you know. At that point, if if you're not doing what you love doing, if if I wasn't having a good time doing the show, or if I felt like we our show was getting a little bit too PC, or if I had somebody bearing down on me saying you're, you know, you're you're being too much of an asshole, or you're doing this, oh, well, you know what? Listen, I don't care. Tune out. I've always said that too. We're not, we're not for the faint of heart here, and a lot of the people appreciate that, and that's what I love about it. And That's what it's all about.
4: Oh, that's one of the so, things, uh, I've, you said to me is, uh, you put me on my place a couple of times and me. OG, he put me in the old oh, jujitsu. He's like, Yo, you need to chill the fuck out. And we were all cool. And but the, I, I don't know how to put it, but you got to have thick skin to be hanging out. Yeah, you do. You got to take your licks. If you're cool, you're cool. Whatever.
3: I'll tell you one thing right now, you know, it was actually, uh, I gotta yeah yeah Annie's funny too because she wants to curse me out. the one the one person that really does give me thick skin is Hannah and I'll tell you one thing since she's been on the show I mean she's gotten under my skin I think more than anybody anybody <laughs> that, no yeah. and listen it's True. so funny too because like I'll, I'll tell you one thing right now with her like and that's why I love her and that's why I love having her a part of our show is because like she knows me so well she knows how to push my fucking button so bad. She can set me off like a fucking freight train. And it's, you know what it is though? It's, I, I there, there is nobody out there like her that can really fucking set me off. But that's, the, she knows me so well though. That's the reason why. And, and Aaron knows me obviously way more than her, but even Aaron's afraid to set me off. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron, me, and me and Aaron have a different relationship with Hannah. Hannah's just like, ah, whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna push his fucking buttons until, until his do fucking it right now, <laughs> until his fucking until his head explodes off his shoulders. Well, yeah, she's done it before, so
4: she even admits it. She's down there in the chest, me, like, yeah, I know, I know. I'm watching it. I'm looking. I'm looking at it all. It's funny.
3: It is. Well, listen, guys. Let's do this. Let's get into some um, some more music. Speaking of radio, hey, and before we get into radio, uh, did you, uh, hey Boogie, did you hear that? Um, Bill Cosby's got a new Christmas album coming out. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, here, take a listen. we got a little promo here. Here, and we'll get into uh, our next track here.
5: Celebrate the season of giving with the Bill Cosby Christmas album.
11: I
9: really can't stay. But baby, please try the rest. I gotta go away. Ignore my hand on your breast. All of the
0: holiday hits, whether you want them or not.
5: I'm Cosby, the mentor. Take the girls up to my sleep. In the take off their
3: underwear while they lie there
11: fast asleep. On sale now wherever Spanish fly is sold.
3: All right, guys. Uh, the new Bill Crosby uh, Christmas album coming out. Uh,
4: Boogie, you going to order that uh, on Spotify? <laughs> Absolutely. All I can say is people, eat the pudding. <laughs> eat the pudding. All right.
3: Hey, well, speaking of a little radio, got to get a little rage get the machine in here, Boogie. Love this fucking song right here.
4: Don't cause a riot, Joe. This is what we do here
3: at Joe Antonio Show. This is what our, you know what, this is what we are, Guerrilla Radio, right? That's what I would call it. Machine with the Gorilla Radio right here. Joe Antonio Show. Guys, welcome back. Live. Cool. Ugh. That's how we cap off a show there, Boogie.
4: Hell yeah, man. What a
3: night. What a what a night. What an eventful night, man. Hey, listen. What a hump day. What a hump day. Uh, a hump day it is. Yeah, we got to get out of here. Um, You know what? To make up for, uh, for last night's show, probably going to do a show tomorrow night. Just kind of keep everything fresh here for the weekend. Because, guys, we got a lot to get to this weekend. We got Saturday night coming up. 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. We have Sex Jeopardy Part 2. Uh, we're going to have um, Aaron and Hannah and Boogie going head-to-head head again for a rematch.
4: Uh, I can't Hannah wait is... to lose, Joe. I can't wait.
3: Oh, listen, um, I'm telling you one thing right now. Hannah is uh, the reigning champion of, uh, of this uh, this contest. She's uh, She did a great job last time. She came back. She ended up beating Aaron in the final minutes of the show. And uh, Listen. Boogie, if I put a couple bucks on you this time, you know, in these uh, stakes, are you going to prove me wrong or, you know, are you going to do some homework
4: this time? I'll probably be a disappointment like usual.
3: (laughs) Well, I got my uh, I got my money on you, man. I'm really hoping that you do a a good job this Uh, time because maybe i have a
4: little insider trading.
3: Yeah. No, that's not going to happen. No. Uh All right. No.
4: No. No, no. Don't
3: try to persuade me, dude. No, that's and he's just, happen.
4: I will win.
3: Yeah, I, I love Hannah. If you can join in really quick, I know you have a little bit of a uh, little cough.
4: <laughs> I can't I wait just, to watch Hanny go down. And I, I just want to mean it. I, I want to hear her
3: talk shit. Just, uh, I want to hear her talk shit for at least two minutes before we go to the when last When I'm not feeling shit. well. Okay.
13: Well, I don't uh, need to talk shit because I'm also... Uh, and i'm gonna do great it doesn't matter how i sound my brains are still better than yours so booyah. all
3: right so you're hannah are you saying that you're gonna take this thing tenfold you're gonna end up whooping boogie's ass and then uh, listen you have um aaron who's literally winning that whole entire game last time you had some kind of some luck streak towards the end um do, do you think you're gonna still be able to uh, to beat out to beat out aaron in the end
13: I don't need to think i know i will joe because i am the reigning That's champ a
3: bold statement I'm smarter That's a bold than statement. all of you fools well, listen Ooh. don't call me a fool uh, oh hey now all right listen i'm just the uh <coughs> the, the, the friend the friendly oh, you sound like crap what's going on with you over yeah i told you, you got...
13: i'm sick i told this is why I got hey now clothes.
3: you got covered over like there crap yeah are you are, are you pooping too
13: not what the fuck no <laughs> joke
3: <you idiot. laughs> right, so it's just you have just like a chest cold or something like that yeah yeah did you take a covid test or anything like that yeah or? i did it's negative are you sure
13: i swear
3: all right so are you you're still being able you're still able to go duty and stuff right
13: i can still function i'm not a oh,
3: you're okay. you're so did confident. you eat anything today would you would you eat today did you eat anything good i you had eat, you soup know? I'm, so, I had soup for lunch.
13: It
4: was probably and, panera.
13: No, <laughs> and a BLT. I had a couple bites of a BLT and some tomato basil soup. Hmm. So
3: tomato you ate nothing today. Soup. So you so you yeah. basically ate nothing today.
13: That's yeah. a lot yeah. for me. <laughs> I
8: don't eat a lot.
4: No Lo siento.
13: And then I had a lot of tea.
4: You had a
3: lot of tea. Okay, so you, okay. All right, well, listen, I just want to make sure you're okay for Saturday. You know, I don't want you to be sick. Um, hold on, we have, hold on, we have, Hold on. hey, guys, on the phone, we have Hannah from the future here um, on, on Saturday night. Hold on, uh, Hannah from the future, are you there? Uh, I, I can't do anything right now. I think Aaron is going to beat me and put better than me at this, so I'm just going to resign.
13: I don't oh, care so if I'm, so like, ten times worse. I'm showing up
3: so um hannah from the future uh do you think that hannah from now is um she's she's overdoing her boundaries she should probably eat more and maybe uh, get some more rest uh,
8: i think she's not gonna make it to the show because like, she's not doing the right thing and not eating anything
3: oh, oh. wow look at that well hannah from the future i i don't know she's saying that you're not even gonna make it to the show <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna freaking be there and i'm gonna <coughs> i'm gonna win <laughs> okay you're making me fucking
13: sweet <laughs> i told you this is why
3: <laughs> well you know listen we're gonna have to we're, you know like we do with boogie we're gonna have to get some beat reporters on the ground over there in arizona and uh check in on hannah and see how she's doing um well hannah listen i'm not gonna keep you long i hope you feel better all right
4: thank you absolutely
3: Lo- i love you long time love you right? too even, even though you yeah, you know, see? See?
8: <laughs>
4: there.
3: See? Always, always got, see always she got does that, love
4: always, you. Always
3: got that. Yeah, but she listen, she always got that smart aleck remark in the background. <laughs> see, it's never going to fucking. It's never going to change with her. You enjoy. I it. love you, but. It's like a
13: sadistic
3: pleasure for you, Joe. I love you, but... Yeah, it's like this. It's like... I love you, but uh, you're an
8: asshole at the same time. I hope you, <laughs> I hope you die
3: over cold. Yeah, that's, that's like, uh, yeah, that's, that's Hannah's MO with me. you're like know. my siblings. What we do. I know, yeah, I know,
13: yeah. We're I'm all family
3: here. I'm used to it. It's a big love-hate <coughs> relationship that we have around here. All right, let's do this. Uh, you know, you uh, requested this before. Let's just play it. Oh. oh, here it is. Perfect. All right, so end the show. Guys, we'll see you tomorrow no night. Way. I'll be back tomorrow night. All right boogie you'll be back here too right of yeah absolutely 100 do a little cool. what else i got right. to do
4: i gotta push Talk- the bush baby
3: push the bush yeah push the bush yeah make sure santa claus is drinking that bush. <laughs> hey joel antonio shell here uh i'm gonna segue into another segment like a stupid news reporter that we talked about tonight right boogie <laughs>
4: I don't know about that weather, (laughs) Joe. The
3: weather outside, it's cold and freezing, and make sure if you're going out, you're not leaving without a coat. (laughs) Who knows? All right, guys, love you. We'll see you tomorrow night. Later.